Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode number 285. Wow. 300, I can like, I can like feel it. I can feel it. It doesn't get funnier the more you say it. I can feel it on the hairs on the back of my neck. I can feel it. I can feel that 300. You can feel that 300 on the back of your neck? Yeah, it's magical. It's magical. It's magic. There's nothing magical about this. There's there's magical things about everything. We're gonna watch the most magical movie on episode three hundred. I'm gonna find I'm gonna find the most magical movie I could find. Did you just say there's magical things about everything? What does that say? This sentence doesn't even have any substance. <laughs> Magic is everywhere. Okay, I've been watching a lot of Disney in uh, this quarantine time, so I've okay. uh, just have the feeling of of magic. Uh... Okay, yeah, well, I don't feel magical. All right, well, all I'm right. Nick, and that was the B-Movie Breakdown. That's Nick. I'm Corey. <laughs> yeah, weekly podcast where we find the humor and enjoyment in <laughs> awesomely bad films of the past, the present, home, the good, the bad, the what the fuck. Yeah, each that's week, right. Each week, Corey fucks up and makes me watch a movie I don't like. <laughs> Go ahead. You can take it from here. Well, you sometimes you, uh, you're contributing to those factors. So No, um, I'm not. I don't care. Yeah, when, you, when you're... When you're suggesting uh, Kirk Cameron, James T. Kirk Cameron's films, there's no pr- there's Corey, no evidence I Corey, suggested don't that. Do that. There's no Please evidence I suggested that. that. There there is no evidence. That's true. Uh, but like Nick said, this is the B movie breakdown. Uh, that's Nick. I'm Corey. With us, uh, not last week, but this week. That's why he's sometimes friend of the show. He's sometimes friend of the show, Pat. And he's back again with us on the podcast. Uh, if you want to know what we're watching, make sure you tune in to the end of every episode. That's where we will reveal the next movie so you can uh, watch it and then know where to watch it and how to stream it. Usually they're streamable, so you can uh, do that good stuff. You can follow us on the Instagram at Breakdown. Uh, DM us if you have any suggestions or anything like that. If you want to send us a movie you made or tell us about a movie you made or anything like that, uh, email us, bbpodcast at gmail.com. That's where you need to do that stuff at. Uh, Nick, do you have any plugs outside of the podcast? Yes. If you want to, you can follow me at um, Scatterville Stories um, on the Instagram. Uh, if you look at my illustrations and drawings. And if you want, you can also... Um, where you find podcasts, if you like supernatural stuff and spooky stories, you can um, pay attention to Weird and Fear, the podcast I do with my good friend Zach, where we talk about monsters, madness, and mayhem. But that's uh, Weird and Fear is a podcast about, you know, spooky, supernatural, monsters, creatures, creatures, cryptids, creatures. You get the idea. Creatures. Yeah, creatures. Yeah. Look at those creatures over there. You know what? I'm not a fan of creatures. Creatures are where it's at. Oh, yeah. Creatures, for sure. I I agree. Yeah, um, I think I think in this week's movie there's some creatures and there's some mayhem and there's just a lot of insanity and I think we should just jump right into it. Uh, this is our first, really, we haven't watched too many uh, martial arts films and that's kind of sad. I think that needs to, it's changing now. We're, we're jumping and this into is one the of the first ones you watched? That it's was one of the choice. first, we've watched some other like fighting type movie, whatever, but never is, a straight up martial arts film. Uh, I like, just have one question. Is this a film? <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe. Yes. Okay. Loosely, right. loosely a film. It's it, loosely it's, based on a film. It's more it's loosely a Bruce Lee. 
It's loosely, uh, loosely, because uh, this is a Bruce Bloitation film, uh, one of the films that were made after Bruce Lee had passed away, and people tried to uh, still jump on the success of Bruce Lee and, uh, you know, get some dollars there uh, off of his death. So uh, this week on the podcast, the, the Bruce Bloitation film, The Dragon Lives Again. It's the best of the worst. Pat, since you weren't here uh, last week, I was telling Nick that I actually uh, owned a Bruce Bloitation film. I don't, I no longer have it. It was called Bruce Lee Back from the Dead, and it starred yeah. Bruce Lee L.I. Uh, so there, there's the little where they try to get you. Look, at there's Bruce Lee's in this movie, but it's Bruce Lee Back from the Dead, and then the opening, it was like a cardboard uh, tombstone that got struck by lightning, and then he rose up from the grave. Was that the sequel to this movie? Because he's dead in this movie. <laughs> it was not the sequel to this movie, but because that was this guy. What did his? What did it say? His name was his, the actor's his actual name? name. Bruce Long. Bruce Leong. Bruce Leong, which is not even his name. Oh, it's not. No, it's not his name. His no name one's is, name. That makes yeah. sense. I don't think his Bruce name, Lee's his, name was Bruce Lee. He was credited as Bruce Leong, but his name was his name is uh, Sue Long Lang. Uh, it's pretty far off. Yeah, Leung. They changed it's L E U N G, and they changed to L E O N J. I mean G G, but um, they added Bruce because his first name is definitely not Bruce. Yeah, I mean Bruce Lee's real name was not Bruce. That was like his Americanized name. Right. But, yeah. They did the same here, but they weren't even trying. Uh, I th- I thought right off the bat it was appropriate that the name of this company that made this movie was Gold Dig. I thought that was pretty uh, on the nose. Uh, I do want to. I do yeah, mention, that's true. That's I do want to mention though that the aspect ratio for this film was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, nobody's okay. heads were chopped off ever, <laughs> and nobody was ever cut out of frame where you couldn't see. Uh, who, yeah, I'm who pretty sure. I'm on. pretty sure. I I never saw a part in that film where I was watching two people talk to each other and couldn't see either of their faces. I, I was curious. Was that a creative <laughs> choice? Like, did they? Did they? <laughs> It's no, I'm, I thought up. for for fight scenes, so fight scenes didn't have to look as good. They just cut people out, and then it would be cheaper because <laughs> you just keep the same film ratio throughout the entire thing. You're giving a lot of credit there. You're giving a lot of credit, artistic credit, for, well, for, for what I think I mean, was a mistake. Artistic credit wouldn't be as far as I would go. It was just like a choice, you know. There's a lot of those those kung fu flicks. Even in, even nowadays, I think. Um, you get one take for a sh- for a shot. You don't get to take multiple takes. So I think maybe just to like cut some corners to keep all the bad shit out. They just maybe I, did ha- I doubt they did very many takes and things like that in this no. film. So um, no, the the take you saw is the take that happened. The only take that happened. Oh yeah, it was just all filmed at one time. Um, I do want to mention that uh, this film is insane it is absolutely (laughs) insane 
Uh, honestly, you could have the same movie without even having Bruce Lee in it because he he plays a pivotal role, I guess. But the he he's just kind of in the middle of a war. Yeah, but also, why is there a war? He's dead. He's in the underworld. And they're fighting over crime and money, but why is there crime and money in the underworld? That doesn't make any whole, sense. It's a whole world. It's a yeah, whole world. I know there's it's a whole a, world. There's restaurants that are super weird uh, with a menu that uh, Bruce Lee could not read. Uh, <laughs> Nobody could read. There was no subtitles for the menus. I didn't know what any of that shit said. <laughs> they just kind of loosely explained it. Yeah, it was it's like totally and, then you, and sometimes it was like a, the, at all. the guy was like, "Oh, our special is like you got to like suck on stuff," and it was yeah, like so weird. That weird um, I will say that the dubbing was fantastic, especially for the uh, the assistant assistant of the king of the underworld. That was my favorite voice of His the entire thing. Chinese accent. I mean, it wasn't even like racist. It was just like I wouldn't even say it was a racist Chinese accent. It was just like. An insane person. He just what talked like it, an insane person. Yeah, what did it sound like? Yeah, It was like it wasn't even like, it wasn't even like a specific type wow. of person. It was just like wow. oh, <laughs> what? Just like he was just out of control, man. For kung he, fu flicks like this, who does the dubbing? Is it an American company, or do they find people who speak English to do the dubs in China? I assume yeah. an American company. I have no idea. It's uh, but for anybody who doesn't know that what the dragon lives again is about. Yeah, what is it about? Because I'm really kind of sure. A quick rundown here, so that there is a uh, Bruce Lee dies and he ends up in the underworld. And he uh, finds out that uh, there's a group of individuals that are in a gang that want to overthrow the king of the underworld. That group of individuals includes Dracula, James Bond, uh, my pronunciation. Clint Eastwood, Zetoichi. It is the. it is the like uh, one swordsman that's in the, like uh, that one Zayatochi. Uh, so he's there. You also have Clint Eastwood, who's basically like the man with no name. Yeah, but they, I don't know, they just said Clint Eastwood instead. That's <laughs> my name. Because I wrote down, he's in the intro scene fighting Bruce Long or Bruce Lee. I wrote down man with no name, and they're like, oh, Clint Eastwood is in that gang. I was like, what? Clint yeah. Eastwood? So Clint, Clint Eastwood's Eastwood. in the gang. The Godfather's in the gang. The Exorcist is in the gang. Why is then, he a bad guy? And then also Emmanuel. Uh, who, oh, yeah. I, I didn't research that. Emmanuel, uh, for those who don't know, was a uh, French like softcore porn movie. It was a character that was in all these, like, uh, multiple people portrayed this character. Um, it was popular in the United States in, uh, like, the, like the late, ni- late 90s, early 2000s. There was actually a series that was on, like, HBO or something like that that was called Emmanuel in Space. Emanuela in Space. And uh, so it was like a a thing in the late the mid '90s and the early 2000s in in the U.S. at least, but it started off as a French thing. So at the time, this was like a French softcore porn thing. 
That's honestly the weirdest one to me. That's the weirdest one? That's, I thought... Why did they include her? Yeah, it's, it's a lot. Like, these other things, like, they're weird enough, and but they're like pop culture, like, but like this French softcore porn thing that was like, I mean, maybe it had like a place in somewhat pop culture, but... It must it's have just, been pretty popular back then. That's all I can think of. It's just so that's that is honestly the weirdest one to me. But but on his journey, uh, Bruce Lee, because it's the character, the character is Bruce Lee. It's not like a Bruce Lee playing a or somebody supposed to be Bruce Lee who's playing a character. It is a guy who's playing Bruce Lee. Um, that is he, confusing. He teams up with um, Kung Fu. Kane. Yeah, uh, Kwai Chang Kane from the TV show Kung Fu. Uh, portrayed by uh, Jesus, why can't I remember his name right now? David Carradine. David Carradine. I thought you meant the actor in this movie because like no, no, like, no, 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 no. You can't think of his name because you've never heard of him before. And then you you have the uh, one armed one armed swordsman, and then uh, last but not least, my favorite possible character in this entire film, Popeye. Popeye. Popeye rules. You, you had an Asian Popeye. Popeye, yeah, Popeye is he, dead in the underworld. Um, he's dead. First of all, Bruce Lee was a real person. He's in the underworld. Yes, that makes sense. I mean, it's yes. kind of weird that he ended up in the underworld, but it makes sense. Okay, he's a real person. Well, uh, there's no heaven or hell. It's just the underworld. Uh, yeah, right. In like Chinese but, and Japanese culture, they just. Go and there. then I guess Clint Eastwood. Uh, he's not dead. But he's in the underworld. That's he's a real person. Everybody else is a fucking <laughs> fictional character. Popeye, uh, the Godfather, the Exorcist, Dracula. Dracula. <laughs> Popeye is so good, though. <laughs> I was like, I haven't thought about Popeye in forever. That's incredible. Well, I, I right away you see a shot of him, like, oh, that guy looks like Popeye, and then they say Popeye. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Why he fights here? eventually he fights people while his theme song plays. Oh, uh, that's that I love incredible. that part. That part was great. He eats the spinach, he fucking powers <laughs> up, and he kicks some bummy ass. I was so happy. <laughs> Dude, the Twelve Demons. I want a sequel with Popeye. I think you own it. It's the fucking Bruce Lee Returns one. <laughs> yeah. No, I I mean I want a martial arts Popeye movie. With oh, that would actually be awesome. Asian be Popeye. Very cool. <laughs> I want Asian, but I want that guy playing. Popeye. I'm down for that. He might not be alive anymore. He might not be alive anymore. That was a long time ago. But yeah. that guy was incredible. He was a stand, the standout easily. Um, the guy who played the Godfather, I believe, was the Godfather, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't. He look more once, especially yeah. once he had. A, once he had his shirt off, he looked more like Bruce Lee. Even than before Bruce Lee. that, when he was just wearing like the scarf and smoking, I was like, that guy looks like Bruce Lee more than this other dude does. Why did they cast? I don't yeah. know. He, he was a kung fu fighter too. Like he knew kung fu. Why? Why that guy? Why Bruce Long and that um, Godfather actor? And the explanation they they give for why this Bruce Lee looks a little bit different than the regular Bruce Lee? Because this is not him. What? No, that because people look different after they die. Oh, they do give that explanation. That is, that is, people's faces and bodies slightly change when they go when they die. Speaking of that, that's what I was really worried about. How do they justify not being Bruce Lee? Oh, they explained (laughs) it. Honestly, I give them credit for even 
throwing trying. it in there. Yeah, I can't why bother. That. I like, didn't why, think they're right? ever going to why, why do they need to even mention it? But they decided that was... Uh, I, I mentioned this to Nick when I was watching the movie. A uh, a blender wrote this movie. Yeah. yeah. Somebody just somebody just threw yeah. a bunch of like oh uh, Popeye uh, <laughs> Godfather <laughs> Dracula they just threw it all in there like and a man with even, no name no not the man with no name Clint Eastwood throw him in yeah, there oh, okay. like, it's not even a vampire it has to be Dracula <laughs> Dracula he calls Dracula the I think the one and only time he addresses Dracula he he calls him Draculaar. Dracula. <laughs> Dracula. <laughs> Which is isn't that the only time you see Dracula too? Is when he fights him. Yes, they they That's... keep mentioning him and his zombies and stuff. Yeah, they but, mention uh, him. Yeah, but you do see his zombies beforehand. The skeleton guys. Oh uh, man, the skeleton guys. At one point, the first time you see the triads in their little hideout and they're having a little party, the skeletons are supposed to be in the background, like clapping to some sort of song that's going. But one guy's clapping in one beat pattern, and the other guy's not clapping at all, and sometimes he'll clap, and then another guy is off fucking beat, too. It's great just watching these guys <laughs> clap along to a song that none of them are hearing. It's really what about good. when they were all laughing at Bruce Lee? The, and they, were, they laughed for easily, like, five minutes straight, where they just laughed. <laughs> when, they, when they beat him up, they just kept laughing and it's laughing. And is laughing. that what that was, that laughing... That was that weird noise. They laugh like like chimpanzees. Yeah, it was really creepy and weird. And I was like, why do they laugh like that? Because uh, I didn't think they could talk. And then they like carry on full sentences after that. It's really weird. Like after they beat them up, they run away back to the the hideout, and they they run in like kind of like like and then almost they like carry party out. Patrol. Yeah, they were kind of like party patrol. And then they carry out like full sentences. It's like, wait a minute, they can talk. It was really confusing. Was this very, whole movie yeah. is just like. Well, I mean, this it's movie was dedicated wreck, dedicated to the millions who love Bruce Lee. I yeah, they won me over that. I was like, oh, thanks. Did they? They really won you over right there. I was well in the in the beginning, and then they lost me immediately after. I didn't know there was a name for these types of films, and once you explain it, I was just like, I'm. I was so. Offended. There's so many. Jackie well, Chan is so Jackie many. Chan is actually in a couple of them. Does he play Bruce Bruce Lee at all? No, but he's, he's in a couple. He's probably too young. He's probably too young at the time. Yeah, but he's actually yeah, he's actually in a couple of them. But the opening almost gave away everything. It was like Everybody all of a sudden, like, guys? well, it starts off with James Bond walking on screen, and you see Bruce Lee, and you're like, what the fuck's going on? And then it plays the James Bond music, yeah. and then he goes to pull out a gun, and then they laugh and like shake hands. But then they're enemies. They're at the movie. No, no. In the in the subtitles when the James Bond music plays, it says James Bond esque music. I was like, no, that is a total ripoff. That is the James <laughs> Bond theme song. What subtitles? I put on subtitles to to just hear some of the or read some of the things that were coming out of their silly mouths. Oh my god, sure you got you know, way way deeper than because uh... I would hear stuff and I was like, wait, did they just say that? And I'd have to put the subtitles on. I was like, okay, now he wanted to, he wanted to know. I mean. This is honestly, I I hated this movie because for what it is, but I really kind of love this movie. Yeah, because this movie <laughs> is insane. It's so fucking crazy. Oh. It is. It is absolutely insane. It's it so is. Crazy. It's out of control. the The fight scenes aren't terrible. No, they're not bad. The they're one in, in the restaurant kind of sucks because of the aspect ratio is bad. Yeah, but the, every other fight is fine. Uh, actually, this movie is—it uh, was also uh, known as Deadly Hands of Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. 
as the other name for it. Um, and in the opening scene where they are talking to the king of the underworld, uh, kind of hard to figure out what's going on at first. They really don't explain who yeah, that, that guy was, that is. Uh, but he's the king of the underworld. Can you believe that there's a scene in this movie? I mean, this movie's insane enough. But there's a scene where they're like joking about Bruce Lee having a boner when he's dead. Oh, a massive erection. Yeah, of yeah. course. It's huge. And, it's giant. And there's, there's a lot like, of sex I, joke about I was, Bruce. I was, I was, go ahead. No, that's all I was going to say. There's a lot of sex jokes about Bruce in this film. I was, oh yeah, which kind of makes sense. He was kind of known as like, uh, I mean, he was a, a womanizer. He's sleeping yeah, around with a lot whole, of different ladies. Yeah, but the whole thing that they were going on, the, her, their whole thing was like how big his dick was. Yeah, a lot of dick jokes, which it turned out to be just nunchucks. Which for a while, they just have his body there and they're going through all this other exposition. They don't address his massive erection that he has under this cloth. And like at first, it's like, oh, is, are his knees folded up? And it's like, oh no, is both his feet are sticking out straight. And then, got... <laughs> and then that guy just goes and grabs it. Yeah, why? Without that... knowing what it was, he just goes and grabs it. Because he was hoping shot. it. Yeah, he was yeah. hoping it was something else. No, I think he was hoping it was erection. He was kind of excited. They That's what I mean. Hoping... He, he was hoping it was his wiener, not the oh, nunchucks okay. that he eventually got to get. There was a weird close-up shot of the, er- the quote-unquote erection under the sheets. And there's like cockroaches crawling over his cock. What was that about? That was weird. Why That's they why they're called cockroaches. <laughs> I guess so. Oh, they, so cockroaches come from dead penises. Is that what? That sure. Other yep. yep. Right. That's how, that's that's how they're yeah. born. That's how now they're I born. Understand. Every time somebody, yeah. somebody dies, at least 10 cockroaches are born. So when you what? die, and you have, so when you die and you have sperm left over inside of you, cockroaches what the f- come out. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, the sperm uh, into a cockroach and it crawls out of your penis. Yeah, so every time a, ma- a male uh, human dies, uh, cockroaches are born. Only so from time... male hu- only from humans though, not from animals. So animal so... animal dicks don't count. Uh, okay, so every time you kill a cockroach, is that like killing a baby? No, because it's it can't be they can't you can't put a cockroach in a vagina and then have a baby. Oh my god! Wait a minute, do you know that? All right. Somebody throw that out there. Uh, so anybody wants to... Actually, no. I don't want to condone that. Yeah, send all your complaints <laughs> to Pat and Corey at bndpodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh, yeah. How Disregard that last comment. Forget it. How yeah, no, don't try this. Don't, don't try, try this that. at home. Don't, don't try this at home. Don't shove any cockroaches up your pussy, please. No. We don't, don't need to do that. I don't think anyone needs to be told that, by the way. I think it's just not going to happen. Oh, man, some guess, piece, some, some so people, I can think of, I think, I can think of a certain stink bag that would probably go ahead and try to do that. So, uh, we want to make sure that we're not, we're not doing that with any sort of cockroaches whatsoever. Yeah. Um, that stink bag doesn't have, anyways. We don't know that for sure. Um, That's so bold. <laughs> Did it seem like at first though that Bruce is Bruce's voice when he was in the underworld was a little bit different than later on in the movie? Because I felt like in the beginning when his when he first started talking it was like a super racist like, oh hello, I'm Bruce Lee, and then it was like and then it just went to like a normal, like normal voice after just that. like a normal American accent. Yeah, but yeah, at first it, it sounded did. like I, I like, feel like a couple characters kind of did that. Yeah, at first yeah, it was many like, did hello. It was like, whoa, I can't. What's going on here? We didn't need to do this. Well, that was no, also, we that's why I, I was questioning whether or not does an American production company do this? Or th- was this like a Chinese production company that they, did they think, oh, Americans want to hear this 
racist Chinese accent? Is that what they I mean, want? That, I mean, I mean, I couldn't decide which one. It, was gonna it is a toss-up because you know Americans. I mean, especially during the 1970s. Yeah, they're all about that. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was. <laughs> Right away, it was just ugh, this whole movie is just. I can't really I, find anything about um, Gold Goldig films, to be honest. Yeah, this is so. probably the first or last one they made. Yeah, probably, most likely. But uh, I'm gl- I'm glad it exists, and I'm glad that you know all these characters uh, were able to coexist in the same film with Bruce Lee uh, for one one final time. I mean, as far as I know, a, a lot of these kung fu movies back in the day, especially. I mean, maybe what? now more. Um, they're kind of all those those production companies were run by like the Chinese mafia and the triads. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> so I imagine they kind of faded in and out. Maybe it's the same company. They just it's just a way to like uh, launder money essentially. I was gonna say yeah, just it's, it's it. another reason why that those scenes are shot in one shot and that's it because the the triads or I don't know there's by other Chinese mobs, but they don't want you to waste any money shooting a scene so you 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 make it with that one shot and that's all you get makes sense it does uh, is it is that why they also um paid to have like a giant animal heads on some uh, druids that were in the background in the underworld insane maybe i don't did know you, did you notice that did you notice those notice. giant animals how did you not notice those giant animal heads i kind of faded in and out sometimes. there was like a this is I in was, the very I was beginning. busy right scribbling notes that I'd missed certain parts. It was in the very beginning, it was I when he's in the underworld. <laughs> yeah, and dinosaurs and horses or whatever the like fuck a, is going on. One looked like Barney almost, and then like <laughs> one was like a horse, and it was like, what the fuck? Like I, I don't. These are just like these animal druids, and I thought the whole movie was gonna look like that. I thought the whole movie was gonna be this weird, bizarre underworld like thing, and then he goes out to like outside into the underworld, and it's just like. This is like normal Earth. Wait a minute. Yeah. The underworld is also on planet Earth because when Clint Eastwood dies, his body is sent to Mexico. <laughs> they they say that. And also, why are people in the underworld dying? I I, I, I so many times I said why. Like I, I have <laughs> I have why why why. Yeah. That's why I stopped so many times. On my second page of notes, I wrote "Why" in all caps with a big question mark. Perfect. Why is there a cemetery? There, why is there a cemetery there? Why are there police? Why is there money in the underworld? <laughs> the police. Why is, but, hold on. The why poli- is the exorcist bad? Hold on. The police, by the way, they were very creepy and like the silliest characters, and they were like sexual, sexually harassing women in the streets. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that was like one of the justifications for him stealing. He's like, "Oh, don't worry. He he really likes you." It's like, "What? What the fuck are you talking about? He can steal apples because he wants to grab your ass." What? Why why are you so concerned with The Exorcist being a bad guy? Um, James Bond is also a bad guy. Yeah, James. I don't know. I'm the more Exorcist concerned about James Bond being a bad guy than The Exorcist. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I could imagine some people would think James Bond is a bad guy in some way. Like, if you're on the other end of the spectrum. But the Exorcist one was really strange. If you're a terrorist? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I, I wish that when it was, like, The Exorcist, that it would have been, like, a little girl who was, like, possessed. And that's what they called The Exorcist. Well, Like, that's, like, the poor translation. In, like, the synopsis of the movie, it says that. And I thought that's what it was. I thought it was going to be that little girl. 
it would be like Frankenstein's monster has been called Frankenstein. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I was hoping that it was just going to be like this little girl who they were just going to call the exorcist. I don't know, man. Just poor, just just not giving a shit translation into uh, what was it? What was that weird domino game that they played? Domino cards. Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Where he gave away all that money. Dabo? I think, was it just regular dominoes? Dabo? Isn't that from Star Trek? <laughs> Tonga? <laughs> no, I don't think it was either of those. It was like, I don't so think this, it wasn't regular dominoes, yeah. because da- the dominoes yeah, were like gigantic. Game. The dominoes were gigantic, and they were playing it like you would play poker. Um, I'm not sure. I, I've definitely seen it in other, like, uh, Chinese kung fu flicks, though. And Bruce Lee won all the money, and he just gave it all away. Well, he he won the money, and then he went on a rant about how gambling is bad. That didn't make any sense to me. He like he he won all that money, and then he scolded all the gamblers. <laughs> like what? What are you talking about? What's going he on? Teach, he had to teach him a lesson. Didn't he say they all committed suicide in the real world in the when they were alive, gambling themselves? Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then so he's like, you're gonna do the same thing here in the underworld. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> it reminds me of the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming out of our shells concert, where <laughs> Shredder hates music so much that he raps a song about yeah. how much he hates music. Yes, it's like what? No, this, your whole the whole point of this entire thing is that you're trying to take music out of the world, and here you are singing a song. I think uh, I think they stole that from a plot point in another actual Bruce Lee film. You know the famous scene where he fights in the ice factory? Yes. That, okay, there's a film where he's living with family members and he works in that ice factory and then one of the family members gets caught up in gambling and like the gambling house is uh it's where all the trouble starts. Like he goes to the uh, gambling house, gets his buddy out of trouble and then the people that run it start to fight him. Gotcha. Uh, I mean, they they stole a lot of obvious. I mean, they stole his fucking identity in this goddamn movie. They might as well steal everything else that he's fucking. <laughs> they were inspired. No, they were not inspired. How dare you? I mean, you were you were inspired by this film. I was inspired to make maybe stupid fucking movies. This one is like, this is one what? of my favorite stupid movies ever. This one's it's it's really bad, but it's really good. It's a lot what? to handle. What about so in much. Bruce Lee's like apartment or house that he just had? The, he was just, that his? Or was, was it Zhao Man? Was that her name? I, I didn't know that was his. his I thought that Zhao was Man. his like new residence where yeah. it was just like there was just posters of him up all over the walls. Why? Either way, oh it, it was hers or his. It was very weird to have posters. It was just yourself. smattered oh. with Bruce Lee pictures. Like imagine you just started seeing some girl and you walk in her house and she has like giant posters you all over the wall. That's a red flag. Or if you go to a guy's house and he has a bunch of pictures of himself all over the wall, that's another well, red flag. One girl no, that's, was the that queen awesome. of the underworld, so we should do that. That's a red flag immediately. And you have a few posters. Well, the girls hang them up. If it was that girl's house, she wasn't the queen of the underworld. That was the right. Girl that... I'm just saying the other girl though. So red, there are red flags all around between any of the women. Well, everybody wanted to fuck Bruce Lee. Emmanuel yeah. was really upset she could not suck his dick. Really, really upset. Like she had, she had a fucking breakdown. She was crying. She got to bang the king of the underworld. 
she almost killed him. Oh man, that sex scene with the King of the Underworld and Manuela, dude. He for the King of the Underworld, he has some super vanilla sex. Like she's just kind of on top of him, and he's like, "Slow down." Oh, not so hard. <laughs> you would he's think, not, the, King, you would think used, the King of the Underworld would have some really fucking freaky, crazy, fucked up sex. He's not used to the ways of Emmanuel. I guess he, not, dude. He's not. He's not used to that. And uh, that's another like a little plot point is like that the gang. It's in this, and that's one thing I mentioned in in the beginning of this episode is like Bruce Lee's like there, but he's all, he's a, like essential, but almost not essential to the plot because really it's about this gang who is trying to overthrow the king of the underworld, and Bruce Lee's just kind of caught in the middle. I mean, is it really even about that? I don't know what this movie is. What really do you mean? About. That's, that's like what they're trying anything. to do. That's what they're trying to do. That's why they send Emmanuel to sleep with the king of the underworld. They're yeah, trying to first, aren't they trying to kill? I don't know. It's just like they kind of like decided to throw that in the middle, I thought. They're like, okay, we're just going to kill this guy it's now. because the movie is not about anything. <laughs> that, no, it really kind of isn't. That scene after the king of the underworld has sex with Emmanuel, he, he reveals... This was after, I think, Bruce Lee fought Dracula, and he brought him some note that wasn't translated into English, so we don't know what the fuck it said. And it had, <laughs> it exposed Dracula and Emanuela in the note. And he says, her pussy's in this plot, too. That was <laughs> one of the best lines. <laughs> and then after that, there's another... Uh, he, he kills James Bond. Uh, By the way, the- when he fights James Bond, James Bond has that briefcase full of money. Oh, it's so crazy. What the fuck is going on there? He, like, stole from the gang. He stole from the gang. Yeah, but, like, why? Why did he betray the gang and steal from him all that money? And then when he died... Why did that scene happen? And then when he died, when he died, he was holding all the money and blood was coming from his mouth. Oh! God, my God. James Bond is walking down the street with a briefcase. And then Bruce Lee goes, what do you got in that briefcase? He's like, none of your business. And then Bruce Lee goes, I bet it's stolen money. And then... (laughs) James Bond <laughs> just takes out a gun and tries to shoot him, and then he beats him up. And then, then they're—I uh, don't—I don't even know—is that, that? There's another scene where they're like violently thrown into some place. That's that's almost like the best explanation for this movie. <laughs> and then that just, scene, that scene is like the best way to tell. So like, yeah. oh, what, what happens in the movie? Well, there's a scene where this, and like to explain that scene, somebody be like, okay, what the fuck is going on? Just say, what's this movie about? Well, Bruce Lee is walking down the street and then bond james bond has got a briefcase and then bruce lee says what's in the briefcase and then explain the rest of that and that's that's what this movie's about yeah because from there he he fights bruce lee or he fights james bond but actually before that he fights dracula with the zombies and when he fights dracula he's dressed up as kato from the green hornet yes why was he dressed up as kato why bruce lee Yes, I know he's Bruce Lee, but why did he why did he put on a disguise to fight Dracula at that one point in time? No, it's because he wanted Dracula to know who he was. I don't think he put on a disguise. I think he would. They just wanted to be like, like, "Hey, what's the thing Bruce Lee did? Bruce Lee was Kato. Let's have him dress up as Kato because that'd be fun." Oh, and and he has to fight Kato's mortal nemesis, Dracula. (laughs) Remember when the Remember when the Green Hornet and Kato fought Dracula? God, they might have done that. They might have done that. There might be a comic book. I, where that I bet there's a comic book that happened. Yeah, for sure. Maybe that was where the inspiration came from. I guarantee Seth Rogen wrote a comic book about that. Maybe he's seen this and he wrote it. Oh, God. Who you knows? Know, yeah, who knows? And then, so he fights James Bond. Then he fights Clint Eastwood. <laughs> and AKA, 
I mean, Clint Eastwood is the man with no name in this. In this, he's not just like he doesn't look like regular Clint Eastwood. He's Clint Eastwood. Yeah, I know, but that's the character. I think they just didn't know who that character was. Right. So yeah, they, I don't they think they said, understood. So they just said Clint no. Eastwood. It's almost as like the same thing with like um, shit. What was I saying before? Like the loose, just the anything, any sort of loose translation weirdness in this film is just like that's just like another part of it. Like they just didn't yeah. know what to what to say. So there's a Clint Eastwood, um, and then so after that he fights the Godfather, and this part one of the longer fights for any of the bad guys. That was probably the best fight. Well, well and then Kung, he kills him. Kung Fu flick wise, that was the best fight I would say. Yeah, and then he he kills the Godfather with the fingers of fury. Yeah, was that supposed yeah. to be like? All of his special moves were named after, um, that was supposed to be like Fist of Fury? Yeah. Okay, so all the special moves were named after actual Bruce Lee films. Yeah, but, but I, don't think, I, don't, I don't recall in any of those Bruce Lee films where Bruce Lee would say the name of the movie he's doing. No, that never happened. Because in this happened. he goes, Fingers of Fury! And he, yeah. and he did. <laughs> no, he's like an anime happened. character. Just like some kind of yeah, he was super superhero anime. type thing. Yeah. Uh, Just call it your attacks. Uh, did anybody get the vibe? So after he fights the Godfather, he goes on to fight the King of the Underworld, because uh, obviously King of the Underworld is doing some shady business too. Uh, did anyone get the vibe that the King of the Underworld's minions, which were mummies, uh, they're, they're, they looked a little KKK-esque? Well, they had like pillowcases on their heads instead of like a, a, a wrapped head, which I didn't know why. I was like, why did they not just wrap their faces? It was up? almost like a cross between the the KKK and the the sound that dreaded sun uh, the town that dreaded sundown, like that killer. That's true. Like a kill, like kind of like a twelve con- of them. Yeah, weird pillowcase mummies. <laughs> yeah, it cool. was, and they all fought again, in unison. Cool. They fought in like unison. They would like, oh, actually, everything. This, and, I mean, it just like was upsetting, upsetting. They're just stealing all the stuff. They stole the James Bond theme. They're stealing uh. Also, Kung, Kung, Fu Kung Fu Fighting. Oh, yeah, Kung yep. Fu Fighting. They saw that song, too. It was only for, like, but five seconds, but it was the... During uh, the uh, scene uh, where he fights the fucking mummies, they steal Rush's 2112 Overture as a sound effect, like, five times. What the <laughs> fuck? What the fuck was that? And it's not like no they just like, played a little sound bite. They played, like, the first, like, ten seconds of the song so many times. Yeah, but the 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 end fight though um, was probably my favorite fight because of Popeye. Nice. Yeah. yeah, Popeye. Popeye. When Popeye, Popeye runs in with um, Kane and the one armed swordsman, and they're they're battling, and they kind of focus on each of the other characters beating these guys up, and Popeye already has the spinach in his hand, and then he's getting like his ass beat, and he fucking pops that spinach in his mouth, and the theme starts up, and he starts fucking people up. It was great. I, I was that was a really really good part. When was the last time? Well, I don't even know if anybody here has seen it, but when was the last time anybody saw the Popeye movie with Robin Williams? And does that hold? And does that hold up? Twenty. Years I can't really, answer that question. I don't know, but I'll I can't that, answer man, that I'm question. Cool. I haven't seen it in a very long time. Yeah, it's been a very long time for me too. But I, I remember remember liking it when I was a kid. I just don't. I remember liking it too. I mean, it's fucking Robin Williams, so. Yeah, but I don't think uh, this guy did too bad a justice to Popeye. He, I mean, <laughs> yeah, he was he was great as Popeye. 
he ate his spinach and he kicked some ass. He was smoking that pipe the whole time. Yeah, he was really. That was another thing too. Like he was talking like Popeye, like actually kind of talking like Popeye. You really couldn't understand what the fuck he was saying sometimes. Well, he wasn't talking like Popeye. Well, he was kind of doing the same thing. Where the guy who dubbed his voice was talking. He was. He was when the guy that dubbed his voice was dubbing. It sounded like he had a pipe in his mouth the whole time. That's kind of what I'm saying. He probably did. Well, I I kind of thought maybe he did just because it was like it was too on the nose for him not to be. Unless he just like stuck Uh, his mouth. I don't know. I think I think Pat. I think you should explain the ending of this movie once the once the king of the underworld is defeated. (sighs) The very last scene. It's just (laughs) the king of the underworld is defeated. <laughs> by Bruce Lee and uh, the other iconic characters, and then like the the towns, <laughs> the townspeople kind of like gang yeah. up on him and they corner him, and Bruce Lee negotiates him going back to Earth, like coming back to life, and then the King of the Underworld not picking up, not picking on the townspeople anymore. <laughs> so the King of the Underworld tells Bruce Lee where to go to leave to go back to Earth and he sends him back to Earth. He like picks him up and throws him and the last scene is like him flying away but it's it's just this stiff arm, stiff like character just flying out <laughs> in the sky. The scene of that dummy flying away is just so good. I was dying. And then the, <laughs> and then they they pan back to the people from the town in the King of the and they're just waving goodbye to Bruce Lee. It was just so, so ridiculous. The the dummy flying away was so good because it's just like arms straight down, legs straight down, flying what? in a straight line off in front <laughs> of the face. It was really good. This whole movie was just all what's and whys, just ex- exclamations of that. It was it was awesome. It was awesome. It, it really was. Like at first when I saw this, I was like, oh god. I had to pause and like pour a drink. I was like, this one's gonna be rough. Which it, at points it was, but right away it picked back up with just some crazy horse shit that didn't make any sense, and it just caught your attention. So that was good. Yeah, I mean, it's out of control, but it, I mean, I found it to be enjoyable in the same sense. It's it's so oh, bad, it's, it's so awful. Yeah, it's it's so out of control. It, there's so much going on with with. There's so much going on, but at the same time, there's nothing going on. Yeah, right. Yeah, there really is. There's, there's a lot going on and nothing is going on. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty outrageous. It's interesting uh, on IMDb. There's only eight reviews for this film. Um, a lot of positive uh, of the eight. Uh, very little, but uh, poor reviews for this film. But I love this person that says, uh, "In uh, Jesus H Christ, what a story!" In fact, <laughs> how. The Oscar community managed to overlook this upon its I mean, time of release. Oh, it's frankly beyond me. Let's be honest oh, here. Right. For sheer hokey absurdity, you're simply not likely to find many other flicks out there as utterly demented as this one, that's for sure. Chock full of cool martial arts scenes, bad acting aplenty, poor dubbing, voice overwork, nudity, and even Popeye. There's a whole lot to enjoy in this <laughs> trash classic. Okay, so it does drag a bit in parts, but sheer stupidity of it all will keep you watching in the in morbid curiosity until the very end, whereupon you will have either reached true spiritual enlightenment or else died of laughter. Yep, that seems that was a pretty good summation of this movie. Uh, we forgot to mention too, there is also nudity in this film. Yeah, there's uh, 
some obscured titties in it, but they're still there. Those are what we like to call in this podcast, Pat, whip your tits out moments. No, we don't like to call it that. There was a whip your tits out moment at the oh one point God. when the, uh, yeah, the, the one queen, girl she does. she's like, look into my eyes, and she pulls up her top, and I was like, oh, those are your tits. You're yeah, so uh, uh, our faith, faithful listener, McCooley, he will, uh, he'll, I think it's been a while since we've had a whip your tits out moment, so he'll be, he'll be hashtag plenty with that one. <laughs> I mean, she literally did whip her tits out, so yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, these these Bruce exploitation movies—they're just uh, they're out of control. I, it's insane that they that that was a thing. It was it's insane that it was a thing that you know the people decided to start. When has it ever happened? When has it ever happened where people started making after somebody died, they just started kept making movies with a person in them. I don't like, know. Not, I mean, that, not like these ones where they're like recreating somebody like digitally or something like that. Like where they're like a series, like just like a plethora of movies where it's a person who died and they just get an actor to re- replace the person. It's not even like they're replacing the character because it's one thing to replace a character. Yeah. Right. It's not even, it's one thing to replace the, a character, but to I mean, replace that... a person. That makes way more sense. But yeah, the person thing, I mean, considering like at the time he, I'm sure he just launched Chinese Kung Fu flicks into the stratosphere. Like they weren't an American thing until then. Right. And they were a giant sensation and he was the biggest Chinese actor to come out of China fucking ever. Right. You know? So, yeah. and, and considering how corrupt they are, I mean, they're essentially run by, run by the mob. I, I, I believe that they did that. But it's just it's still crazy. It's and it's never ever done been done before. Or hopefully it will never be done again too. So now do you do you, does does is is Game of Death considered a Bruce Ploitation film? Um I don't know. I mean there's the, other flicks that have been finished when actors have died mid film mid production, correct? Like there's that 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 is one with a where they totally like you know what I mean? Like there's a few well, that like kind of unwatchable. Yeah, it is very unwatchable. The only scenes oh, boy. in it are the only ones that are watchable. There's cardboard cutouts of him in it, and I think they got like two other actors to play him. Yeah, the in cardboard. the scenes. But like in some movies where somebody died partway through, they usually don't go to such lengths to replace the person. Well, when did when did um Brandon die? in the crow where they, I think, they had, I think they had almost the whole movie finished did they have any doubles in there or anything for him do you know i know i'm not i'm not certain on I, that i thought i thought like there's moments where he's like jumping around outside in the dark and you can't see him i think some of those might not be yeah there. i think it's like some stunt stuff and things like that where he yeah. you know he he might have done some, you know a lot of that stuff but it it wasn't necessarily needed to work, but like in Game of Death, that's like he he needs oh, to it's... be there, and it's like brutal because like I said, there's two people that play him in the movie, and then there's also definitely some cardboard cutouts. It's like flickers oh, yeah. of like it's horrible. Now I it remember horrible. I attempted to watch it once, and I think the only like redeemable scene in it is when he fights Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, maybe. Yeah, because that was that they actually filmed that and that actually happened. And then maybe one other scene with them, but otherwise that movie's unwatchable. 
just yeah. because of that. Yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of these though, like these Bruce Plotations. There's Bruce Lee, the man, the myth. Uh, that one stars Bruce Lee, L I, Bruce Lee, and I that think guy. I owned an L I movie. That guy seemed to be the most popular of the um, Bruce Lee like ripoff ones. There's also one called The Clones of Bruce Lee. Uh, there's That's en- Enter the Game of Death. Uh, the Dragon Lives Again, which is the one we watched today. Uh, my name, my name called Bruce. <laughs> what? It's literally, it's literally called My Name Called Bruce. <laughs> Sweet translation. All right, that makes sense. Uh, Exit the Dragon, Ex- Enter the Tiger is another one. That's a Bruce L.I. one. Enter the Fat Dragon. There's like a, uh, like a heavyset guy that plays Bruce Lee. <laughs> Uh, what the fuck? There's Challenge of the Tiger, and then there's also the Chinese Stuntman, and that's Bruce Bruce Li as well. Uh, but there's so many. I mean, the, it's crazy. It's so yeah. Bruce Lee fights back from the grave. Uh, Bruce the King of Kung Fu. Bruce and the Shaolin Bronzeman. Bruce Lee in New Guinea. Uh, True Game of Death. The Young Bruce Lee. Super Dragon vs Superman. Goodbye, Bruce Lee, his last game of death. Wait a minute, does he fight Superman in that one? I guess. Like Superman, so. Superman? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, there's literally one called, it's called Super Dragon versus Superman. Holy fuck. And it, is say, it says, scientist Dr. Ting has invented a secret formula that will help the world's food, food crisis, but refuses to offer to sell it. Why did I make it then? This one is on Prime Video as well. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Let's just destroy it. And look, it literally says, when Dr. Ting is later kidnapped by a sinister organization, Alice's boyfriend, the renowned crime fighter Kato, is called in to rescue him. What? Why? However, Why do they after do an attempt to made, an attempt is made to kidnap Alice, Kato realizes he cannot fight the organization alone and enlists the help of two superhero friends collectively known as the Green Hornet. Dude, what the fuck? See, this is... This the is Green why... Hornet is in this film? What are they doing? This is why the CCCP needs to fall, because of stuff like this. This is bullshit. <laughs> if, if there were, ever was a reason, this is it. Because they make yeah. BS like this. I, I I can't even find the screenshots of this fucking movie to even know what that's it looks like. Fine. Fuck yeah. That. It's uh, that's out of control. But since we had watched uh, a, a, mar- new, a martial arts movie, I thought maybe we could watch an- just another one just to keep kind of like the mood going. I have uh, four other ones to choose from. If you if you would like to, I could pull you guys. Uh, but you know what? First, we actually um, need to rate this movie uh, as we started rating the films that we have uh, enjoyed here. Uh, so we need Start to last week. We did start last week. Okay. So we're go- we're gonna say that this is out of uh, out of what do we what do we want to what do we want to use here? Uh, Popeyes. Popeyes. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> I'm gonna give this one a uh, a six point five out of ten Popeyes. All right. I'll give it ten out of ten Popeyes. Oh my god. Now you're just getting out of yeah, here. Yeah, you're being a smart ass. You you did not even enjoy this movie. <laughs> That's how many Popeyes it deserves. Wait a minute. How 
How do you regard Popeyes? That's what we got to know now. That's a good. Nah, that's a good question. Isn't it? How do you regard Popeyes? <laughs> Where do you hold Popeyes? It's your person. This is your personal choice about how um, you feel about Popeyes. I will give this seven and a half out of ten Popeyes. There's too many Popeyes being thrown around here. <laughs> this doesn't even deserve a Popeye. So the average for this movie that we're coming up with is an eight out of ten Popeyes. <laughs> no. I don't. I give it no Popeyes. <laughs> oh, so you're going back. You're going back on your word here. Zero Popeyes. Okay, Twelve Kados. Zero Popeyes. So the average is four point six. Four point six Popeyes. See, like, that's, that, that's a little better, right? <laughs> uh, so the 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 four other uh, martial arts films that I uh, I found here uh, that we can collectively decide on to watch. One's called The Flying Guillotine. The other one is called Duel to the Death. Uh, there's another one called The Battle Wizard. And another, the last one I have is called Heart of the Dragon. That one actually has Jackie Chan in it. Uh, he played a lot of extras. That feels like you're fucking tricking us. It's not, he's not an extra. I will tell you that much. I'll be oh, honest with you. Shit. What is that one called? Heart of the Dragon. You shouldn't have said that. So we have Heart of the Dragon, The Battle Wizard, Duel to the Death. And the flying guillotine. Flying guillotine. Nick wants flying guillotine. I say heart of the dragon. You're well, just being swayed by Jackie Chan. Yeah. Okay. Then battle wizard. No, 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 no. Don't let me change your vote. I'm just saying. Revealing that Jackie Chan made it. Because then That's we don't why know anything. Should, he, he you know, it's unfair. It. Why'd you say Jackie Chan was in it? You fool. Because he knows how to rig elections. What is he, Georgia? <laughs> I gotta, I gotta remember. Corey Fuck. knows way more about these movies than you and I. So I honestly, I really don't know much about these. I, uh, what just a lie. Like, just like this, no, just like this one. I, I don't know much about these. I found them, but I don't really know a whole lot about about any of these. But uh, we will go with the flying guillotine, and then we'll move on to the heart of the dragon after that. So uh, next week on the podcast, it's on Amazon Prime. The flying guillotine is a, uh, a martial arts, I assume, epic. We have uh, no idea what this is. Clocking in at a, a one hour and forty one minutes. Ah, change my choice. What's the proper? It's actually the that the flying guillotine is actually the longest of the four movies I mentioned. I'll Great, hug. fuck that up. Yeah, though the battle wizard one is actually only an hour and twelve minutes. I was gonna Man. pick battle wizard. Battle wizard just sounds like a great one. Yeah, it sounds pretty good to me. I love the battle wizard. Well, we're watching the flying guillotine. Alright, you watch that, I'll watch Battle Wizard, and we'll still talk about it. (laughs) Let's each watch a different movie and talk about all our movies. Oh, man, that'll be a long-ass podcast. Just be scattered. So next week on the podcast... I'm just going to watch a good one. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just going to take a nap. (laughs) Oh, you're just going to take a nap. I'll take a nap and tell you guys about my dreams. (laughs) Will they involve Jackie Chan? They might. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So next week on the podcast, we're going to watch The Flying Guillotine. It's available on Amazon Prime. So for B Movie Breakdown, I'm Corey. Yep. That's Nick. And there's sometimes friend of the show, Pat. He's drinking his drinking his little juicy juice. And uh, come back next week for more of the best of the worst. It's the best. It's the best.